here we go for another first impression BJJ episode. Today I'm gonna have a Jiu-Jitsu for Life team member, Tim Groneberg. Um, so I just want him to introduce a little bit of himself first, and then we can uh, keep talking. There we go. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, yeah, like Colin. <laughs> okay, uh, my name is Tim Grunenberg. I am 27 years old. Uh, I'm presently living in Guelph, Ontario. Um, but in the last decade, I've been kind of all over Ontario and then uh, brief briefly living in Thailand as well. Um, I train out of Bora BJJ, which is kind of on the border between uh, Stony Creek and Hamilton. Um, so it's about an hour away from here. Uh, and that's under Matt McDonald and Kyle Wilrich, two of the uh, Jiu Jitsu for Life professors. Yes. Um, I wrestled briefly, uh, I guess, in middle school and high school. And I did some Muay Thai, but uh, Jiu Jitsu has been uh, kind of the main martial art for me for the last uh, couple of years now. Yeah. Uh, kind of caught the bug and have been uh, competing quite a bit, at least before COVID. Uh, that kind of threw a wrench in things when uh, when our pandemic hit here in Ontario, but uh, I'm looking forward to getting back on the mat soon. Awesome, awesome. Yes, uh, everybody, everybody's waiting for that time, right, Tim? Trust me, everybody's like, <laughs> can't wait to, to COVID actually finish or at least give a break to be back with tournaments or what, to be back with training first. We got to be back with training, regular training, you know. I'm sure there's like a bunch of training that happens, even though it's right now we can't, but we need to be back for everyone, you know, not only for a few persons, we want to, we want everyone to be able to take advantage of that. And that's the idea. Anyways, like with uh, COVID happening right now, last year, nobody competed, you know, everyone was like really wanting to do that. I'm sure even on the highest level, everybody was like crazy about it too, to, to get on the mat, right? On the U.S., they kind of went back with the tournaments. I don't know how exactly how it's happened, but I see a, a lot of tournaments happening. You know, I see a lot of training happening, but here in Canada, we we kind of stuck right now. And that's a feeling. It's a mutual feeling, you know, whatever you just said that you really want to be back and, you know, train and, and compete. I feel the same way. I'm sure a lot of all the competitors in Ontario and Toronto, GTA, especially, you know, the, big, the biggest community of Jiu-Jitsu, I believe, in Canada, it's in Ontario, so... A lot of people really want to compete, you know, and be back on the mats. But anyway, so, yeah, as you, as you said, you're 27 years old, right? Yeah, I turned 28 this summer, so I'm almost there. in the Masters. So a couple more years, that I'll go. <laughs> Don't worry, I just became one. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's all good, you know. But, so how long have you been training in Jiu-Jitsu? Uh, I started because I had a, uh, a wrestling coach in high school that is now a mixed martial arts fighter. Um, he wrestled here at the University of Guelph and they had some jiu-jitsu guys uh, coming in and out to, to work their stand up and take down. So after talking with a couple of them and they, they recommended I try it out. Uh, so I started at an where, MMA where, club. Where, where are they located again? Uh, the first gym I trained at was um, in Guelph, Ontario. It has since closed, but it was called the Titan Mixed Martial Arts. Um, it was around for about six months, and it was almost only Nogi that I uh, I trained with them. Yes, I but, remember. Uh, that. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my first foray into uh, the submission grappling side of things, but uh, not as much uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu specifically. Um, after that, I trained at a Gracie Humaida branch for a period. Um, they were more of a judo club. Um, so I learned more stand-up versus the Niwaza side. And then, where are they located? Uh, where this one? Where are they located? Uh, that's also in Guelph, Ontario. That's uh, also Kobe in Guelph? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so that was kind of my high school uh, jiu-jitsu experience. And then... Did you um, train in the Gi? Yeah, that was in the Gi, almost strictly in the Gi. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And then I was off for uh, the better part of a decade. And uh, when I came back, it was with uh, Andre Guanbois, another one of our uh, professors in uh, Waterdown, um, yes. which you did for life. And then, uh, yeah, I joined Cambridge BJJ and met you in yeah. uh, Madison there. Yeah, that's that's good. But so during between you start, the, you start grappling until now, how long have you been doing this? Uh, that was when I was. 16 so almost 11 years ago and then i was off 11 years ago 
<laughs> that was the first time I stepped foot on a jiu-jitsu mat. Yeah, I took a lot of time off between. Okay. Oh, okay. I get it. Oh, wow. But constantly, like how, how the time that you've been really often and competing, how long it's been? Uh, I've been competing about a year and I've been training for close to three. Uh, if you include the nogi. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Including nogi. Yeah. Anyways, we train gi, nogi. It's going to end up being the same, right? And, you know, how, how, what, what can you tell about it, Tim? Like, what can you like, like share that you, you would say, like, you know what, like, I like jujitsu because of this? Uh, obviously, there's, there's the physical aspect to it. Um, I was kind of an athlete from the time I could walk, but I haven't found anything that was this much of a mix of kind of the physical and the mental. Um, you have to be a better tactician and you have to have better technique in jujitsu. You can't rely on strictly brains or strictly brawn um you have to be able to do both which uh team sports kind of i found frustrating sometimes because even if you do your job and you um for instance if your goalie's doing really well your forwards and defense can drop the ball and then you still lose whereas you just do it's all on you so um that was yeah, a big thing that drew me to yeah yeah combat sports for sure and then um jiu-jitsu specifically it seems to be just the people that it attracts um You got other people that'll try it out for a couple classes, but the ones who stick, I find, tend to be good people to surround yourself with. Um, all kinds of different ages, genders, education levels, all kinds of uh, yeah, cultures and races. So you're exposed to a whole bunch of people that you wouldn't otherwise have an opportunity to get to know through jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I, I agree with that because I've been, from the last eight years, I've, I met so many people around... <laughs> In the GTA in Canada, you know, because of Next Gen, Next Gen gave me a really good opportunity of being traveling around Canada and, and meeting a lot of, you know, really nice people: Vancouver, Winnipeg, Ottawa, Niagara, many, many other places. And uh, in hope, in hope that we can keep going doing that, you know, as soon as able to do this, because I, I miss that a lot. And even on the mats, you know, like training at Toronto BJJ for the last, I don't know, six years downtown toronto pretty much a lot of people come in and out you know you meet like very different type of persons from whatever whatever background whatever type of uh, rich poor you know even though sometimes you don't really know what you know if they're rich or not or if they're really smart or not but what they bring to you and they actually introduce to you as Like, okay, I'm, I'm this. But besides that, you didn't even know whatever about the life of anybody, you know, besides whenever you're on the mats, everybody's really friend, but we just get to know each other out of the, out of the mats. And if you don't do that, it's actually, you're not, you're not really practicing the jujitsu, you know, in a full, in a full way. It's not about only getting in the mats and, and train really hard. Okay. If you want to compete, you will do that. But If you're really looking for training and, and the culture, I believe Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is you're going to go there, you're going to meet a bunch of people, different kinds, you're going to train with them, you're going to become friends, and then you're going to, you know, keep that friendship for a really long time until somebody has to go somewhere or, or, or you know, or whatever happens. But this is what I really like to, you know, and it's something in common that we, that we have together. But Absolutely. so, you know, besides that, like, I'm sure there's all the many, many reasons that you, you like you like jujitsu, but what about what's the feeling that you have like when you train as regular without being like a competitor, without thinking as a competitor? What do you think like as training that you can explain? Um, well, my, my degree is in physical education, so I've always been interested in sport and physical activity. Um, I was very lucky in the fact that my parents were both athletes, so... Awesome. Um, they put me into things very early on in life and I got to try a whole bunch of things out, but, um, I found, well, well, sorry, what, what are your, what are your parents like, uh, did as like athlete, like what sport? Uh, my dad was a varsity basketball player. Um, okay. and my mom played some baseball and, uh, a couple different things. They're, they're both from families with, uh, sports. Yes. That's a, that's a pretty yeah. good start. Yeah, and my cousins are former national team runners for the University of Guelph here, uh, long distance runners. 
uh-huh. I grew up around a lot of athletes, but um, as far as jujitsu specifically, I found during college and university when I wasn't training. Um, I focus levels, like I, I have ADHD, so if I'm not physically active the course of the day, um, I find it very difficult to sit still and focus uh-huh. on anything for uh, any period of time. And when I'm training jujitsu, I'm much better at being able to, uh, I guess, break things down and slow things down and um, problem solve in smaller portions um, versus getting kind of overwhelmed by tasks and stressed out. Um, sort of that kind of af- after glow you get when you're, you're training and you're, you're all sweaty, but all your stresses have been sort of yes. pushed away for the time being. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. It's like stress, stress free, right? <laughs> right away when you start rolling yeah. and doing stuff. Hey, yeah. uh, just to, to go back, um, can you can you turn the lights on to show whatever is like writing on your T-shirt so people can see this guy? Look at this guy, make jujitsu leap again. <laughs> that's the that's the slogan for Ontarians right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, came from a friend uh, down in Windsor way. She had a bunch printed up for us. What is that T-shirt with our hash guard or just a T-shirt? Uh, yeah, this is one of uh, Professor Andrew from uh, Brampton, his rash guard underneath. Awesome. I was doing some gymnastica in the furnace room before our interview. <laughs> awesome, awesome. That's pretty yeah. good, Tim. You know, I really agree with, uh, um, with you on the feeling, you know, and uh, with the T-shirt, I like the T-shirt too. We can, can't wait to be back with Jiu-Jitsu. It's not only Jiu-Jitsu, right? We can just wish for one thing, but for everything to be back again. And, uh, and that's how we're going to be like normal and, and used to the, we used to how it was before. I like the, I like the, the way you really put out like, uh, the jujitsu for life team, you know, I, I, I'm a really supporter of the team too. And I really like when people like put out this, uh, willing to, to keep, um, uh, how can I say that, uh, um, supporting it, supporting that's the, that's the word, but it's it's hard to nowadays it's hard the way people moves around and, and and switch stuff it's really hard to keep that up but I, I like that you know and besides of of uh these feelings that we have like when we train and we really want to keep training i know you like to compete i know that but we really want to to show to people it's not only competition you know we have to show about like the self-defense of uh, uh part uh, like how to to introduce that to kids so kids cannot like being bullied or whatever what do you like what do you think about this part of jiu-jitsu how can you explain like what you like in this that other people would you like to um definitely in terms of confidence it makes a difference um i was always kind of a, a skinny kid so i got picked on a little bit when i was in uh, grade school <laughs> high school um so I definitely wish I'd been one of these kids that was in jiu-jitsu as soon as they could walk. It would have made a difference that way. But um, yeah, I see it even in adults now when uh, when you see the way someone is when they come into the gym initially, and then even a couple weeks in a training or a couple months, they carry themselves differently. They stand up straighter. Um, it's easier for them to engage with other people and have uh, those positive conversations that Whereas before they might be a little bit more withdrawn or reserved. Uh, that's really cool to see. Uh, I also find in terms of self-defense, less so for myself because I'm a larger male, but you see guys who are not quite as tall or might be a little bit overweight or things like that, where they might be a little bit more insecure. And then um, when they're training regularly, they seem to just have, they project a better uh confidence with themselves and they they enter situations with like more sureness um with themselves which is very cool to see that's a huge change right away right (laughs) yeah absolutely when when did you when did you or i'm I'm sure you've been through that but when did you realize this like on yourself you know that like Uh, changed somehow you changed for myself it was couple years ago now um it was about uh, after about six months of training um i had been in a fairly unhealthy relationship with an individual that wasn't very good for my mental health so afterwards i had a lot of issues with self-confidence um actually so that uh, was before you trained jiu-jitsu 
that was when I was on the break from jujitsu. Um, it was when I was living in Thailand, actually. So I was still training Muay Thai, but there isn't as much jujitsu available in that area, actually, as uh, in Canada. We have quite a few more. But there are striking training. Um, I didn't find it was having the same benefits from a mental health as grappling seems to be. It could just be yeah. somewhat of cultural difference as well, but just the amount of people around you that support you and encourage you in jiu-jitsu is unprecedented, at least for other sports. Um, I played things like hockey and basketball and soccer growing up and you make friends, but it's not, uh, it's not the same level where you have guys constantly pushing you to be better day in and day out. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, that's, the, that's what jiu-jitsu actually does to you, right? Want to push you to get better every single time you train. I agree with yeah, that for sure. And um, but I believe with me was I would say right in the beginning too when I start to like training and somehow I I used to do better than a few other people and that's you realize that that's a little bit uh, like outstanding and in my mind I couldn't see that at the beginning but in my mind it was something that I really enjoyed you know I was like I, I like this and I'm gonna keep doing this. So it was like one week, two weeks, three weeks, six months, I was competing already, you know, and that's like, that's another, another chapter of the book, whenever you start competing and, and go crazy after it. But I, I think uh, um, this type of confidence and, and people, when they, like you mentioned, they start to get after they start training and they start to talk to people on the gym, even though sometimes you see that guy just coming really quiet in the gym and then he does a training, then he leaves quiet to, and somehow two, three weeks later, he comes kind of, hey, you know, well, how are you? And then like, <laughs> after a couple, I would say a couple months, I would say two months, three months, it's enough to somebody start to, how, how can I say that? Like um, have that um, arm, harmony or, or being synchronized, something like that, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's great to see that in the community even though it's not only inside of your own gym, but overall, that's how it should be, you know, overall and everybody respecting everybody. That's all. I am, I'm like lately being, you know, really anxious about training too. I really want to train. What I've been doing is like working a lot and just can't stop train, like can't stop thinking of training, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but how you, how you feeling about it? Like, I'm sure you're not training like every day like you used to do before, you know? So how is it? Uh, I've had to supplement some of my training and with uh, obviously not rolling nearly as much. Um, in the first kind of lockdown we had in the spring there, um, I built myself a, a bit of a grappling dummy out of a couple of different things, but uh, that, that was taking up a lot of space in my parents' house here. So that had to go. Um, <laughs> I've really actually been been very lucky in terms of the online content um, sort of due to the network I have both with in our affiliation and some friends from outside of it. Uh, I've been able to do some pretty helpful yoga, gymnastica. Um, there's a good program called Animal Flow. Shout out to Pat Peru. Uh, I've been doing uh, some of his, uh, uh, his academics online studio classes. Those have been really cool as well. I've seen some, uh, I've seen some ads on that. I'm on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's been nice. And then uh, within Jiu-Jitsu for Life here, we have uh, Dinah and Sean and uh, Professor Spencer at DNA. They've teamed up. Uh, Keeping up with some to, classes. Mm -hmm. So that's been really cool. And then uh, having a three-year-old border collie, I've been doing a lot of jogging because she needs to get out. So my cardio is getting there as well. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to, to drilling technique and being able to work a little bit more contact when uh, things normalize a little bit because it's, it's nice to have the feedback from a partner of when, when you were when you're you, working to are you like trying to just keep it up to whenever things go back you're kind of ready or what is it what's the thought right now like it's in it's been so long that we haven't trained that i can't really tell you i i if somebody asked me that i wouldn't have an answer right now you know but you you seems to be like you're exercising a lot what what's the if there's any meaning for that or you're just trying to keep it up uh, well, during the day I work construction, so I stay in fairly good shape just from the manual labor that I'm doing day in and day out. But uh, actually, the plan, if all goes well, I'm hoping to compete in Las Vegas in August. Um, awesome. I have, yeah, I have some friends within uh, Zenith and Alliance that both do training camps down there before and after. So the plan would uh -huh. be to 
compete and then uh, hopefully visit like Robert Drysdale's gym and potentially I think Cobrina does a camp as well. So some of the big names in the sport go learn from them as well. Sounds good. But what is, but sorry, I couldn't hear you. So what did you say? Sorry, I was just going to say, uh, I was just going to say, and then obviously with the next gen and provincials, they're supposed to be coming back sometime in the spring and summer as well. So I'll be keeping an eye on those. Can't wait for that. Hopefully we're going to have some, you know, yeah. but so, so then you're trying to, you're trying to, to keep it up to compete then. Yeah, um, I recently got my blue belt, so I'm looking forward to competing uh, at, a, at a new division finally. Um, I had some success at white belt right off the bat, but I have a feeling this will be a little bit more of a step for learning curve than some of the blue belts that I'm sure it'll a be. while longer than. It's, <laughs> it's every, everything will, will run smooth, you know, like if you go, if you ready it doesn't matter if you're ready to go or not if you think you're ready maybe you're not or whatever but whenever you hit the mats at that division with the new blue belt by the way congratulations it's it's, uh you know it's will take its time don't don't really worry about it because i think i've been there too and i worry too much about it so don't you know when times come you you will know Yeah, the majority of my training partners. It doesn't matter, but the time will come. Yeah, the majority of my training partners are blue belts right now. So I'm enjoying kind of having uh, a little bit of the experience before I get to the competition of the, sort of the <laughs> the level at which I'll be uh, going against now, the opponents. Yeah, I agree. I agree that yeah. you got to try to keep it up in shape, you know, and be ready. I hope to, you know, be able to compete this year too, as I, you know, being promoted too. It's going to be a new division. I can't wait to be, <laughs> yeah, I think I've said enough, you know, like I want to be back. I want to teach. I want to be able to teach. I want to be able to get more than 10, 15 persons on the mats, you know, and yeah, take training regular, you know, come train, row. You know, stay for another class and 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 keep learning in any time with any partner, and be back on on competition scene too. It's not a, it's not it's not my plan, like my number one like um, priority to be honest. But I still wanna you know do some adventure. Time time to see. It's a, it's <laughs> the best division right now, so I wanna see that. Oh yeah. How. How's your, like, I know you do construction and you do, like, a lot of physical activities. You're keeping up with some diets or anything. How is it? Jiu-Jitsu helps you with that or not? What What's the, the dieting thing? To an extent, um, I definitely do not eat as well as uh, some of the athletes that I'm training with. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of teammates who are on specific things like vegan or paleo or Uh, carnivore diet things like that um i don't actually get home enough to be able to cook a lot of my own meals uh, I get the majority it. of the time yeah the majority of the time i'm going straight from the job site to the gym and then uh after the gym i go home and go to bed <laughs> so it's a lot of uh it's a lot of restaurants right now but i try to eat a little bit more um sit down meals i guess would be the goal um versus you know right. Yeah, burgers and fries in the car, <laughs> not as good. So um, if I can, you know, manage that. I've been, I've been on that life already. You know, the construction yeah. brush one. Yeah, let's. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know exactly how it is, man. But you yeah. know, it's it's the life. Life is like that, and sometimes I'm sure you're gonna get your own time to start cooking and do better, better things. You know. <laughs> yeah, But that's the goal. That's. <laughs> I agree, Tim. And what 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 can you tell for like? For people, prior everything start like prior you think of doing grappling or doing Muay Thai or whatever. What what was your thought for martial arts? Um, well, I grew up as a pro wrestling fan. Actually, I used to watch a lot of the, uh, the WWE back in the day, and I knew <laughs> that some of the guys in there had some uh, some martial arts experience. Um, when I was a kid, I actually used to watch Ken Shamrock, who is a, oh. a shoot fighter <laughs> out of Japan. He fought the first couple of UFC. So um, when YouTube came around, actually, I hopped on there and I was looking up uh, old pride fights and I saw, um, I think it was one of the Grand Prix where Rampage Jackson slammed Ricardo Arona out of a triangle. 
Yeah. And it just it's it's stuck in my mind of like, what is this triangle? Why would he why would he be how old were you, Tim? Uh that would probably be when I was about twelve. Um so, yeah, it was actually um it was the season that uh Rampage Jackson Griff coaching on the ultimate fighter. So I saw uh, in the other pride fights and um obviously the Gracie's fought a little bit in Japan um in the first couple of prides. So that was sort of what led me down the wormhole of <laughs> discovering Brazilian Jiu Jitsu way back when and then uh when uh, I got to high school, a lot of my friends were very into the UFC. So we used to go to like Buffalo Wild Wings or places like that to uh, watch it, you know, eat junk food, enjoy it. But I didn't really think about trying it until uh, I actually ended up going to uh, that Titan gym. And that was just due to a wrestling coach I had that was uh, coaching over there at the time. Oh, and, uh, and, and so, and then when you tried, like you got, so you kind of start not like, Knowing about jiu-jitsu in like very early ages, 12, like not maybe jiu-jitsu, but martial art, mm -hmm. right? And then um, took you a lot of time. And then when was the first time you tried? Like how old were you? Uh, that would have been when I was 16. Um, the first session I did was actually with uh, one of the guys at Titan. He was a, a blue belt at the time. Um, one of Dragon's guys out of Waterloo. Um, the Alliance team there and he came by and was just rolling with some of the wrestlers and at one point shout out to Billy by the way because he's a beast <laughs> but um, yeah he's a super heavyweight and he got in mount <laughs> on me and started to cross collar choke me with the gi and I was completely lost because uh, obviously in wrestling we use collar ties and cross faces things like that but the idea that you would wrap your hands on both sides and just be able to squeeze was so beyond my understanding at the time um so that was kind of the, the first time that uh brazilian jiu-jitsu specifically sort of stuck with me but was that that wasn't a class right that wasn't a class of brazilian jiu-jitsu that was sort of like a rolling group we had um the gym was mostly strikers but some of the muay thai guys would stick around afterward and do uh -huh. no sessions with the wrestlers um yeah it was a very yeah. small gym when, when was your first class then? closing so when was your first class uh probably probably six months after that i went to uh, the judo gym down the road and tried to jiu-jitsu out of them as well um that was with uh, professor rob at, at kobukon um, but they're more recreational self-defense oriented versus uh, some of the com competitive like competition classes that I've been enjoying the last couple of years here. Yeah. But uh, um, so you kind of roll, you roll with this guy with the blue belt, like the super heavy one. And then after six months, you took your first class. So you, after you kept like rolling or whatever to the first class. Yeah, more uh, catch wrestling, like submission grappling for the, the six months between, but not a whole lot of key. Um, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, most of the the MMA guys prefer to just stick to nogi, um, in my experience. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, definitely a whole different world as soon as you can stick Sorry. up and around Yeah. Definitely. But so after your first class in the gi, what did you feel? Confused, I think was the first thing. Uh just sort of surprised at all the different ways. Um a lot of the guys at Kobukon have a judo base as well. So um, me being kind of the, the cocky wrestler I was, I figured, oh, okay, we'll, we'll stand up. I'll be fine. And uh, I'd go to shoot and I'd, you know, get loop choked and bravo and all kinds of other crazy But you, you, you felt confused in a good way or in a better way? <laughs> uh, I, would, I would say surprised, confused. Uh, not really good or bad, just these guys, have, yeah, these guys have some kind of superpower. Um, and I want to learn how to use it. Uh, I've heard it referred to like kind of Harry Potter. When, <laughs> when a muggle comes into the, the wizarding world, they don't know anything about magic. That was sort of my, <laughs> my feeling. You, sorry, keep going. These guys know some kind of skill, like they have this magical ability to, to control and small guys were controlling big guys, which blew my mind. Because obviously in wrestling, we have weight classes and you're very, uh, you're yeah. cutting weight to try to always stay with guys your own size, but. Um, yeah, in a jiu-jitsu gym, you have like rooster weights that'll tap ultra heavyweights, which doesn't happen in oh, a lot of other sports. That sucks. Yeah. I've, I've been there with some absolute fights that I did as yeah. a white belt. 
crazy one. <laughs> yeah. And um, so what what did you actually? It's not like the feeling that we want to talk. It's like what what did you what did jujitsu like at that point when you said, "Oh, I'm confused," but am I gonna come back? Like I, I I'm I'm I, uh, like I am confused, but I want to come back. I, am I confused? And I'm not gonna come back. Or how was it all? Like, okay, I'm quite confused, but I want to actually find out more about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was I was hooked at the time. I was uh, I was working night shifts. So I used to work from about ten thirty or eleven to seven or eight the next morning. I get off, sleep for a couple hours, wake up for the day class, which is like lunchtime. Uh, so I'd roll for an hour, hour and a half. Um, go home, sleep a couple more hours, do the, the like the dinner time, six or seven, um, and then go off to work from there. And I mean, being 16, 17, it worked okay because I yeah. could uh, I could do it with a limited amount of sleep. But uh, yeah, I, I went hard for a couple months and then uh, the injuries started to, to pile up pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> when, you're, when you're a no-stripe white belt and you're going 100%, blues and purples and browns regularly they uh they control you in ways that you don't necessarily see coming so um <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I started to I started, good tip writing I, yeah it's a tip yeah keep telling yeah. <laughs> so uh, mentally i wanted to train more and more but it took a little while for my body to just kind of adapt to the the um recovery portion of it and learn to get enough sleep and stretch afterward and use things like the foam roller and the massager and um you know ice heat things like that when you have the aches and pains awesome and and um so you really like right away you want to go back you've already been in a kind of background of like training some grappling or whatever but training in the gi how was the feeling like because you always try the most that you did was no gi and then pull, putting the gi in it, okay you felt confused but after you get used to it like how is the feeling you know how, how do you like it um i liked the fact that i could start to use my reach a lot more um with wrestling it's not always a good thing to have long arms and legs because that creates levers for them to use against you um but with jiu-jitsu for instance if you get like a spider or um, a grip that doesn't exist in nogi and you have long arms and legs, you can use that um, against an opponent very effectively. And especially with me being like a, a lightweight, that's about 170 pounds on average. A lot of my opponents are about five, 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 six. So um, that's one of the advantages being six, two that I can use against them is I can get you know, body locks and um, various kinds of triangles and things like that, that most of my opponents couldn't do in reverse against me definitely not yeah yeah but overall you you feel it's like it's nice you like it then yeah i i enjoy gi um i still prefer competing no gi but i would say i train about 50 50 in both now 50 50 mm -hmm. yeah that's surprising. I, thought, have... I thought you trained my more gi than no gi though um, my Nogi gym in Guelph is based out of a uh, karate dojo. Uh, so I'm lucky because they run fairly late classes because they have kids during the evening. So more often than not, I'm able to train ski around dinner time, shower, eat some food, and then I'm able to make it to Nogi afterward. So it equals out that way. That's good. That's pretty good. But yeah, I, I like more, I like more the gi. There's no question mm -hmm. in that, you know. I really, I like training no gi too. There's nothing against it, I, but I, that's my path, you know. Gi, I like a lot, a lot more. But there's nothing against no gi. We can do both too. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy the, the differences for sure. Oh yeah. There is some, there is quite a few, you know, especially nowadays there is many other techniques coming out like the no gi style only crazy techniques using rubber guard, crazy leg locks and stuff, new style, right? I'm sure you can, we can, you can uh, talk all about it. How, how, how is the, like, are you, what do you, what do you think about the, the way you train? Like when you train to, when you train to compete and when you're not training to compete, what can you, you know, how do you feel? Uh I find when I'm training to compete, I tend to look for a lot of people who are close in size to me 
and um, somewhat similar experience almost. So when I was at white belt, I was looking for a lot of the guys who were fresh blue belts and, you know, only had a, a couple stripes uh, just because it was, it was helpful for me to know sort of what to expect when it would come for competition. Yeah. Um, but in training camp or cutting whatever for competition, I like the field. So that tends to be when I'm looking for the opponents that are a lot bigger than me or um, like, for instance, at, at Bora, we have three black belts. So we're very benefited by the fact that I can go against guys who've been around for a decade or more and do things that. Experience that are, yeah. Um, so that, that's been really useful too, because then I can, uh, I can make a lot of the mistakes that I don't necessarily want to when I'm uh, closer to competition and where, learn a lot more that way. Were you like really competitive since the beginning or you just switch it up like from regular training and then you know what, I'm going to compete or you always like, I wanted to compete. Uh, well, the first couple of months I was training with Andre, um, I kept getting asked by a lot of my teammates whether I was going to compete. I wasn't sure yet. Uh -huh. um, at the time, when I was living in Thailand, I had trained Nogi almost exclusively, uh, other than striking, just because uh, that's sort of what the MMA gyms offer there. But uh -huh. um, Andre's classes are almost exclusively in the Gi, so that was a big adjustment for me to come back uh, to it. Um, the other thing was just, uh, being a couple there, uh, a lot of really good blue and purple books. Um, so I, I was actually bristling it as terrible. I'm so rusty. Uh, you know, where did all my skills go from high school? Uh, when in reality, it was just these guys were so uh, <laughs> these guys were so sharp from training all the time. Uh, the Serpent Squad is just a really strong um, group of guys and girls. So um, at the time, I was kind of unsure. And then uh, when I came to Cambridge, uh, I was talking with uh, yourself and Addison, and um, you were really pushing us to to register for that next gen event i think it was that summer that uh, dan and i uh, competed yeah, in the same yeah, division i remember uh, yeah, yeah. so exactly. I, I i had actually initially gone on the website and signed up for only the no-gi division because i was like I, i wanted nothing to do with uh, the, all the gi grips because at the time i was so frustrated from i guess the whole winter and spring of training and that and then uh I looked at it. It was like a ten or twenty dollar difference to enter both divisions. So I figured, yeah. well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get a hotel, I'm gonna drive all the way to I think it was like Oshawa or Whitby. Yeah, it was like um, <laughs> Markham. Yeah, so um, we were in Markham, and I said, okay, well, if I'm gonna you know cut the weight and go all that way, I might as well get twice as much experience. So uh, I signed up. And That's true. I, you guys, <laughs> you guys had a you guys had a hotel there, right? I, I'm just heating up yeah. here, like, oh yeah, I remember. And, an airbnb uh, i slept on the floor and dan got the bed so <laughs> it worked <laughs> worked pretty good for dan <laughs> yeah it worked out well but uh yeah it was good because i had uh my first match that morning was against um actually one of my friends now um from pura bjj um, and yeah and he uh we had a, we had a fun match i think i ended up catching him in a, a triangle and i was up by about six or seven points and um, I just looked over at yourself and Addison and you were both yelling at me, don't let go of the triangle, like <laughs> hold on for 30 seconds. So, uh, that one, okay. And then uh, the second match, I shot in for a double leg like the rest yes, of it. And I immediately, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fell face first onto the mat, semi-conscious. Uh, I came to with Sheehan tapping me on the chest. <laughs> hey, you okay with everybody? Um, So that, that was a fun way to, you know, finish my first ski tournament. But uh, yeah, I had, had a couple hours off. Um, myself and Dan got to talk with Sean a little bit. Um, Sean Garrity, another one of our Jiu-Jitsu for Life professors. And he sort of hyped me back up and said, you know, get out there and go kill somebody in the no-gi division, basically. Uh, yeah, so that, that worked out well. Um, and then I had... Yeah, the benefit of having uh, both my Cambridge and my Bora coaches there for the Nogi division. So lots of teammates cheer me on and yeah, it went really well. Um, so that was a great day for Cambridge because between myself and Dan, we won both divisions Dan, in that yes, way. Dan did really yeah. good that tournament, man. That, the kid was like flying, <laughs> taking everybody yeah. out. So yeah. everyone and he didn't have like long time of training, but I believe so, you know, he... Well, he's a good wrestler, you know, been training wrestling for how long, but 
when he started training, I started to like, oh man, I, this kid, like, I like him. This kid is good. You know, I was like, we got to train. He always gave me like a really good training, even though he didn't know much of jujitsu, but his pressure and, and his top game is pretty good. So I really like his style because we are kind of same weight. So the style is pretty, you know, very similar. But yeah, that tournament was pretty good. He he was doing really good. I think Ivan competed on that one or no? Um, yeah, that I, was that was the day Ivan went against one of my Bora teammates. That's and... true, right? He did. He did then. Yes. Yeah. Um. So you, him, and Ivan and Riona, right? Riona competed at one. Yes, exactly. So it was a really good day. Yeah. For me, tournaments are essential. You know, like you can train. You're gonna train self defense. Some learn some jujitsu, learn some techniques, but I feel my, I feel like the tournament puts you in a different like level of understanding jujitsu, you know, like you really put out the whole power, the whole game, whatever, you know, out there. And that's how you're going to know if you're going to beat somebody or not, or either you're going to have to train jujitsu and go out of somewhere and have to beat some guys or get beat, you know, to, to really prove that that's not the way. But tournaments make you do that, make you actually put all, all your game in and, and, and build up like another type of confidence, even though you, you're really confident already because Jiu-Jitsu. But when you go to the tournament and you put all everything in the line, it's a different feeling, right? It's a very different feeling. I really like that feeling. Can't wait to, you know, do that again. So after that tournament, was that your first tournament or you did any before that, before the next gen? Uh, that was my first jiu-jitsu tournament. Um, I had some amateur MMA before, so that was similar in front of a crowd. But uh, <laughs> obviously, with it being a tournament, multiple I matches know that. in a day was a little different. <laughs> I didn't know that. So you yeah. had a um, MMA fight. Time. Yeah. You're going to, okay, keep going. Uh, yeah, they were uh, smokers. Yeah, smokers is kind of what we call them. It's like they'll be held at a gym where teams come in and just kind of match each other up uh it's not nearly as official as oh, it sounds but, okay uh, <laughs> so you yeah. did uh, <laughs> a amateur underground mma fight <laughs> yeah it, it was kind of that like they'll bring the gloves and we bring the and the fighters and we all could just kind of match up um Back in the day, actually, all, all MMA in Ontario was not legal, so we used to have to go down to, to Buffalo and go across the border to Quebec when it was still allowed. Uh, yeah, that was a little different. Tim has a lot of stories to tell. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I surrounded myself with... There was an exciting cast of characters around me when I first started martial arts. Definitely a little different than uh, some of the people I trained with today. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Things, uh, things evolve and, and nowadays we have more uh, information to do things better, right? So that's why Jiu-Jitsu keeps growing every single day, you know, and that's the idea. That's the idea of this thing here. First Impression BJJ really wants to, to put Jiu-Jitsu, like uh, create a word for Jiu-Jitsu, you know? It's not only about like keeping your, your training bodies and, and being the best or whatever. No, it's about like create a community, bring people to train, make people happy, give that like type of workout that people have never done. And plus the, plus the knowledge of how to defend yourself. You know, that's what I really want to preach and, and keep going with that. Like first impression BJJ is made for it. That's why I want to be inviting like a lot of different people to, to be able to tell their stories, you know, and share that. I knew you could be like a really good one and, and can share like, you start with many people. I'm sure you do, you do already, like with your friends, with anybody that you meet and, and you like, like preach that, you know, that you, re you really like jujitsu and you want to keep spreading the word. It's not only about training too. You want to train, you want to compete, you want to keep yourself like out of stress. But it's really nice when you actually get somebody of you and you, of yours and you like, you know what, you should train jujitsu. You should train jujitsu. And that guy, actually, that guy actually goes there and, and, trends and start to do it because of you right have you have you ever put like somebody to train and made them like do this like life changing because for me it's a life change decision you know have you ever done that to an extent um like i said i took physical education in university so a lot of my classmates were athletes uh, so i definitely advocated martial arts for 
yeah. a variety of things. Um, the other thing is working in construction, there's a lot of very uh, kinesthetic people, people who prefer to work with their hands and um, be active, not really sit around a lot. So um, it is a conversation I have with a lot of the tradespeople and yeah. other uh other kind of contractors that I tend to come across in the course of work, but uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I do I do that a lot too. I do that yeah. a lot. A lot of people <laughs> ask me, oh, if I can they kind of see my ear messed up a little bit. They start talking about martial arts, but that's nice. Exactly, exactly. That's pretty good. Um, so, but okay, you said it's a lot of, of your friends. You keep preaching about it, but do you have like right now somebody that you made them train and they stick to it, like their training? Uh, I, I like to say I like to adopt white belts. Um, Bora, <laughs> we have a couple guys who are only a couple months into training. Um, so I like to sort of just uh, like if we're doing technique or um, for a while we were offering white belt only classes when I was still, uh, still I guess, a force right. So um, I try to take the guys who are a little bit less sure about themselves and uh -huh. uh, just do a lot of drilling together and um, I prefer to flow roll. Like my, my body tends to break down if I'm doing really intense rounds every day. So yeah. um, I find if I'm working with the newer guys, I can kind of show them. I get it. Uh, yeah, a way to be a little bit less spazzy, <laughs> probably no, some it. of the time. Yeah. So you you like to to kind of help them? Like have you you help many then? Many people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's kind of the, the the thing about being sort of in a in an affiliation we have where I think we're the biggest in Canada now jiu-jitsu for life um, so uh, between tournaments and seminars and other things and to make a lot of connections and you get to know your opponents and their teammates and uh yeah you, you steadily network so uh that's yeah. been helpful too because we sort of hold each other accountable or commenting on each other's posts you know inviting each other to different events and training and things like that as well so that's been really helpful. It's pretty good. This, I, I like I like the I like the, the team because of that too. People are always, you know, uh, informing and, and talking about it. It's always better to to get a communication even better to to make that if we think it's good, it's always good to be thinking to make a way to make it better, right? And I'm sure we're working on that. I'm sure George Brito is like trying to, you know, I was bring the best. Shout out to George and, and Josh that I was kept me kept me on the track to you know help me a lot with Cambridge BJJ and and so that's how I try to bring the best hours for people here you know and hopefully we're going to be working together for many years trying to to make a jiu-jitsu for life even bigger so I really like to be part of the team the team I know you are really really proud to be part of the team too and uh and that's how 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 we roll right so we keep we keep it up together so in in just to, to finalize, how how are your thoughts for this year? You know, like in terms of training or or just being back in the competition. You told you told me that in September, August, you're yeah. trying to compete. Is this is gonna be US, right? Or it's yeah. Um, so the plan is to do the next gens in Toronto and Ottawa as the uh, lead up to that. Um, I think Gringo is also planning on doing his provincials if all goes well. And, uh, and Ontario Open too, no? I think I have seen something uh, about Ontario Open. Yeah, uh, the, the one in Brampton, I think, at the uh, soccer complex there. No, this is this is now actually in Oshawa. In the, Oshawa, okay. In Oshawa, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm looking to do that. Um, I'm also kind of waiting to see what happens school-wise for me. Um, prior to the pandemic, I was living in London and I was a full-time student, but um, with COVID canceling kind of all of our contact classes, it makes it sort of difficult, especially studying um, carpentry. It's hard to do that online. Um, but if all goes well, I'm hoping to head back to school in September of, uh, I guess, 2021. Um, it's looking like that'll probably be in the Niagara area. So hopefully I can stay training for us. But around Niagara? Yeah, um, we actually, I think, are about to be getting an affiliate in uh, Niagara with Chris Brickett and uh, D-Marks there, uh, Niagara top team. So um, I'm hoping to join the uh, the Welland campus of uh, Niagara College and train with them. A awesome. Bit, uh, so you're still going to be on the team then, right? Yeah, <laughs> I will be uh, sticking around. Yeah. That's awesome, team. Like, um, I can't really uh, tell you that I'm going to... 
I want to compete, like I mentioned earlier, but I can't really tell you that's my plan for the year. Right now, I got to focus a lot on Cambridge BJJ. You know, like this, this time's been really tough and we want to keep like growing and and bring more people to the community, introduce more jujitsu in, in, in other people's life. You know, that's my goal. And, and it's been my priority for the last couple of years. And for, I don't know how many years I had, I really want to focus on that. Uh, I have some, you know, construction projects that I have to do anyways to, to keep my life organized. But the, pro, the, the, really, the really focus this year, as soon as we can come back, is like provide Cambridge BJJ students with like a lot of different, like, um, ex, like how can I say that? Uh, experience on jujitsu, you know, bring the best, try to push for tournaments, push for seminars, make some different things happen this year. And, uh, you know, keep a uh, first impression BJJ going for a long time. This is, this is uh, the I would say the best thing I have started in 2020, you know, that the, the year wasn't, well, there was so many other things that happened to me in 2020, but first impression BJJ was one of the best. And that's how we're going to keep us connected and, and talking. I'm sure I'm going to have you another day in the show. It's not about like having... Uh, different people all the time. I want to keep people connected. I want to people engaged. And, you know, anytime you have something that you want to share or want to talk about it, always give us a shout out, you know, so we can always come and do another episode. It was great talking to you, you know. I haven't seen you for, I don't know, maybe two months ago, last time I saw you, right? But um, <laughs> can't wait to be back on training so you can come over, you know, visit us, train, do some, do some uh, talking. And, and have some fun, man. It was great to talk to you. Thank you for your time. I appreciate that. And um, do you have any message for the people that haven't trained jiu-jitsu yet and are willing to try it as soon as the COVID uh, it's over? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, I guess the best message would be people are a lot more friendly than you expect at a jiu-jitsu gym. It's a lot less intimidating than it seems. So. <laughs> um, yeah, 100%. sometimes it, re it, it really just comes down to making that like first friend at the gym. And then um, before you know it, that's turned into you've made a whole crew of friends. The coaches you are. Contaminate, you, you make people, <laughs> contaminate people as just like COVID, right? You go there. <laughs> yeah. Spreads. <laughs> yeah. Build your network before you know it. You know, you know, half of Ontario and you've got Instagram friends and exactly. everybody's keeping in contact. It's great. <laughs> that's the that's the good connection. That's what you did to yeah. us. Jim. Thank you very much. Have a good day and we keep in touch, brother. Thank you. Talk to you soon, coach. Take care. Take care.